me and Sam will be saying NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo very differently. Um, I don't think we need to go into also, it. Like, just no. on a whim, yesterday he spoke to a friend that potentially might be starting a new podcast, so um, that happened. But that's Nature involves a vacuum, and so does Dan. Yeah, because <laughs> NaNo did change my life. NaNo did give yeah. me the knowledge that I could, uh, and I have every month since. Activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators? And welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast with myself, Danny Wilcox, and... It's me, Sam Frost. And we are... You won't see this on the podcast, but we are in the flesh today. So, <laughs> well, I mean, we're always in the flesh. I was just about to say, like... like... We're, we're in the same room together to record the podcast. <laughs> yes. So, a little bit different. Not done one of these for a while. And it's strange because, obviously, this... Most primarily, this is a podcast. Yeah. We put it up on YouTube. Yeah. But then I'm always conscious of, like, talking to you, but then mm-hmm. always, like... Almost like there's like I, I don't know if I could be a TV kids presenter or just a TV presenter in general. <laughs> kids presenter is so specific. Well, I I think it's because I grew up and saw like lots of auditions for that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know why that stuck. Fair enough. But Fair enough. I know you've had like acting experience and stuff. So is that yeah. something you struggle with? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, because the thing is, I think that like, well, first of all, um, tangentially, I can never say that word. Tangentially. Sure. Take it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was at drama school, we we had a TV presenting um like mm. module, if you will. And um one of the one of the things was um for children's TV and I excelled at it. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. She's... Shit mom, brilliant at talking to Cause... kids that I can't actually interact with. Well, I always watch like pairs of presenters mm. and I mean this isn't the how to present a TV show. No channel uh but i always see pairs of presenters and they're obviously one of them's looking at the camera and being very very like uh animated and the other one just kind of like stands next to them and they're just smiling like yeah or you could do yeah. this one just while little, you're little, talking just a little nod of interest mm. 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 but all of that aside <laughs> how has your week been and what are you working on Danny? um my week has been a bit strange it's been all the things it's been a testament to like more than one thing can be true at the same time um so, so for people on the podcast okay. I, i'm doing the sideways nod and smile <laughs> so like there's been some really cool stuff um happening in like businessy things yes so that's been fun mm. um but there's there's also been just it's been a heavy life week it's been a fucking Heavy life week. Doesn't just rain. Oh, mate, it's been fucking biblical. (laughs) Like frogs and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for them to take my firstborn. And then, to be honest, life might get a bit easier. There you go. There we go. But yeah, and I'm currently still working on poetry. Call me Wilfred or Siegfried. Siegfried. I get the reference. Um, Wilfred Owen and Siegfried Sassoon. They are World War One 
war poets. Oh, there we go. Um, and as for myself... Yeah, I was going to ask, but I took a sip of coffee. No, you're all good. We're professionals. Um, <laughs> just all the things. Like, I was walking yesterday, or was it this, it was this morning, um, after running sprints, and I'm working on quite a few different projects at the minute. Shocker. Quite a few. Shocker. But, like, the, the, the best part about them is, like, they're all mine. Yes. Which is glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've, I've said to you a few times, like, in our chats and stuff, like, while I was ghostwriting... Because obviously it was a heavy load. It's like 4,000 words a day, yeah. pretty much to stay on target. Yeah. Um, a couple of exceptions for like, you know, ill weeks and things. But generally it was, you know, I, I wrote, I think something like 39 ghostwritten books in the last three years. Um, yeah, that's that's more than most authors will write in their entire life's career. Yeah. I kind of feel like uh, someone's basically had their foot on me for a long time while I'm trying to like do other things. Mm. And now that foot is gone and I'm starting to like refine pockets of energy and inspiration and story and things. And it's been, you know, I've had a little bit more time, like not loads. Cause again, like I, I keep busy, but that's <laughs> nature of like a vacuum. And so does Dan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like I've watched more things. I mean, reading more things uh, and just, just some things have been moving. So like uh, I'll, I've obviously mentioned the course a few times that's still mm-hmm. moving ahead. Um, and it's looking to be very, very promising, um, mm-hmm. like comprehensive, is is the word that I would use for that. Yeah. Um it's very exciting. Yeah, and there's a lot of wheels behind that. So uh just as a little what? I thought you, I thought you said a lot of wills. A lot like, of wills behind that. Wills. Oh no, I thought, yeah, I and yeah, anyhow. Uh <laughs> I'm from Queens. Um <laughs> and uh okay. yeah I just to give a little tease on sort of like the levels and depth of what this might be. Like we are currently in the process of booking out our say week as a team. We're currently booking out a studio for next month to do a bunch of like filming. So it's going to be, you know, a, the big full hog, um, which I am, I am excited for, but you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. core stuff. And then the other key thing, obviously the 50 K writing camp is taken off on the 1st of November. Yeah. Places are filling up. Yeah, um, we've got our welcome meeting with everyone on the 26th of October. So if mm-hmm. you're interested at all, I would advise getting in sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, and uh, on top of that, we uh, I've been involved in a very, very quiet team project with the wonderful. Well, with a few people from our um, Activated Love Spot uh, Active Community. Uh, community. Activated Love Community. <laughs> uh, so me, Julie Heiner, Daisy Life, and then a good friend of mine, Stephen Helmick, are, mm-hmm. have basically in the process of launching a community specifically for horror writers. Yeah. Um, and that's all basically in the process of the minute. The official launch takes place on the 27th, 26th, Thursday of the October. week before Halloween. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for people who want to find out more, if you're a horror writer and you're listening to this, and it is specifically for horror writers and, and those who write the darker side of things, so, you know, dark fantasy, grim dark can kind of fit in there as well. Yeah. Um, head over to writers of horror.org uh, to find out more because my the, the most exciting thing for me about that is that it's a non-profit mm-hmm. so yes I formed a charity yeah you did yeah yeah um, which literally just basically means any money that comes in you know bar expenses and things goes straight back into helping the horror community so yeah i'm excited to get that started like we're starting small it's going to grow um and yeah it's on its way it's very exciting yeah it's it makes me very happy for you because i know that especially over the past couple of years, like, not that you veered away from horror, but, like, because of things like ghostwriting and um, just, like, non-fiction stuff, activated authors, all of those things um, have taken 
like front seat have been priority. So for you to be kind of establishing a hub for mm. horror authors in the UK, not specifically UK horror authors, but obviously oh, yeah. you're based in the UK, yeah. Yeah. Um, is a big thing. Because I remember while you were researching it and you were like, there's really not that much out there. Not for writers, no. There's a lot for just general horror fans. Yeah. Um, like conventions and things. But, you know, I went to a conference in May and it was it was amazing and it was inspirational. It was fantastic. Um, but there's just nothing else going on. Like even that was, I think, is stopping now. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, I can't. I've not seen any news of it continuing next year. Um, but yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but yeah, it's nice to kind of come back to that. And and I will add, I added this to the activated authors. I announced it to them today. Um, like it's not taken away from activated authors. That's mm -hmm. still running. We're still doing stuff with that. Um, well, it's a completely different vibe, anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's you know, activated authors takes a lot of my energy in a good way. Yeah. Um, and this is being built in a way that's very specifically. Number one, we've got a big team, uh, and number two, like it's less, you know reliant on me being front and mm -hmm. center and me just kind of working a bit more in the background so yeah yeah it's nice it's it's a place for author for dark authors to commune with the spirits yeah pretty much yeah. a lot of ouija boards <laughs> a lot yeah. gifts yeah <laughs> yeah the same gift where is yeah. it behind you <laughs> amazing uh amazing. next up what is your key takeaway for i'm leaning forward for people who are watching us on youtube because i've got the notes there <laughs> need to remember yeah. what is your key takeaway for this week well done um, that would have been very loud on the mic as well. <laughs> Professional. Right. Um, I had a surprise therapy session this morning. No. No. <laughs> it wasn't. I. It was a surprise for me. Mm. It shouldn't have been because I did, in fact, schedule it for this morning, but then completely forgot because I normally have therapy on Friday mornings. Um and forgot that my poor therapist is, needs some emergency dental treatment. Um, she's needed it for three weeks, but she couldn't get time off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, self-employed. Yeah. Um, and during that session, I had a realisation that, like, when I look back, say, in five, ten years' time, at this year in particular, mm. it is going to be one of those years that, I remember fondly and I also remember with a shudder and the, you know, both of those things can be true at the same time. This year has been in many ways, one of the hardest years of my life or of my adult life, I should say. Um, there's been so much life. Hmm. What does my therapist refer to it as <laughs> a rich stew? Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Do you want to join the community? <laughs> Etc. I'm making stew. Just like, oh my god! Please, when you serve it up, say there you are, darling. Metaphor stew. And I was like, I don't think Miles will get it. Um, <laughs> Not <a> shitty. <laughs> um, so there's been like a lot of really trying things this year, but there's also been a lot of amazing things and a lot of growth, and so. My key takeaway is that I realised that I am now far enough along my recovery hmm. to be able to not only hold both of those things to be true, but also knowing that I can sit with those emotions. And that is something, I mean, we've spoken about this before, like the whole easy button thing. Yes. I really feel like I 
put away properly put away the easy buttons this year and I sat with the terror and the fear and the discomfort and the depression and the joy and all of it um and I faced everything that I needed to face and it's it's that like it's that knowledge of knowing that I can handle my life I might not always want it <laughs> like, relatable yeah but um I can handle it and I I said to uh, my therapist uh, that like there's been a lot of fires this year and I've been able to put most of them out by myself and when I haven't been able to do it on my own I've been strong enough to reach for help yeah huge um so yeah so that's it for me is that realizing that um as i said to you fire may be stronger but i'm smarter hmm. yep. so yeah that's my takeaway that basically i i've got this whether yeah. i want it or not <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing in it yeah yeah that's huge though congratulations thank you big win big win how about you um i guess mine this week has basically been that not everything has to have some kind of like end goal or profit margin um like i am working on a novella at the minute which mm -hmm. is very close i didn't add that in my update i've done eight thousand words with a novella yeah just just a short eight um <laughs> <laughs> but that like the way that i'm writing this and how i'm writing it, it it's very much it's not commercial no it's just not like the way that i've written it it's like it's very very purple it's very very poetic um it's a pouring and an exorcism of a bunch of things so like while obviously it's fiction there is like a lot of plugs mm -hmm. of truth in there on certain things um i'll let readers decide what they are but it's I, I guess for me it's a way of after writing so much for other people in various different styles mm -hmm. me just kind of going like let me just have some fucking fun with language yeah and let me just and i had uh a few weeks back i was looking at potentially you know how do i shape it out how do i put it out to agents and stuff and i'm kind of wobbling on that because i it's not that I don't want to try to go through agents and publishers mm -hmm. at some point. I think it could be an interesting thing yeah, to go through. And for sure. Like, absolutely, there's still a lot of benefits and opportunities for doing that because obviously you reach new audiences, like there is credibility in the market, all that oh, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. But like this book itself, I have started in my head basically shaping into the book, into the type of book where I'm just like, it really is just for me. Mm -hmm. So I've contacted uh, an illustrator today who I love his work. Mm -hmm. You've seen some of it. It's mm -hmm. gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, it's not commercial fit. It's very literary in style. Mm -hmm. uh, elevated horror. Elevated horror. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, I think with this book, I just want it to be an art piece. Mm -hmm. I just want it to be what it is. I want it to capture a moment in time. And, you know, if readers find it awesome, if they don't, then like, whatever, fuck them. Um, <laughs> but but not, also not individually, that would take a lot of oh, time. But also like I've got some very, very commercial projects in my head lined up that I want to get to. Yes. But with this type of style, like there's a part of me that's like, if I use, for example, this illustrator, like, and I brand these books in a way in which people, when they come to them, they know what it is. Yeah. Then it gives me that opportunity of of stretching or flexing of like just trying lots of different things. Mm -hmm. And just having that as like its own very, very almost like experimental series. Yeah. Um yeah. So, you know, it comes back to some stuff we talk about, but it's like, it's it's the messaging and everything else because, mm -hmm. you know, it still has to, I still have to be aware enough that, you know, it's part of my brand. Yeah, of course. 
but I can still be very clear about what people expect when they get to the book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's um, that. And also like just on a whim, yesterday I spoke to a friend and potentially might be starting a new podcast. So um, that happened. Watch his face. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with writing. Oh my God. It's just... Just for fun. Can I just say like... No. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> Every meeting that we have ever had Every single one involves you listing the plethora, the smorgasbord of projects that you are working on. Utopia. Sure. Mm. But like the one from the Hunger Games. That's more relevant, I think. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's always like, I need to reduce, I need to simplify. And And then you reduce and you simplify. And then the next time I see you, you're like, so now we're doing this and this and this and this and this. I mean, it's not confirmed yet, like, but it will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And like, in all seriousness, I am happy for you because actually (laughs) it will be fun for you. And it's nothing to do with work. And it's just fun. And like, there's no, it's not business. It's not for money. It's just literally just dicking around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to uh, tease for people, just to add like a little bit of context, it's probably going to be some kind of video game stream. Yeah, <coughs> like 10 points if you can figure out what video games will be. Wahoo! It's not it. Uh, <laughs> no, you did it wrong. Sorry, wahoo! Um, <laughs> wins from the community. This week, we're going to go to uh, Emmy Grange, who says, my win for the week is that I started a gratitude journal and made kia, which is an Indian rice pudding often used in rituals and celebrations. And also bought a plane ticket to fly to see her mum for Thanksgiving, which is yeah. a huge step for someone who doesn't really like travelling too far from home. Yeah, so that's amazing. Massive, Emmy. Love that. Love that. Thank you for sharing. Um, I, I want some of the rice pudding. It does sound good. I like it. to look into that. Yeah. Send me rice pudding, Emmy. What I missed out of that is she did also add like a bunch of like the cinnamon and like all the stuff that's in it. Mm-hmm. But I thought that would be too long for the podcast. Yeah. If people are interested then. So what, activated authors. So what, you, yeah, so what you've done instead is talk around it to make it just as long without including the stuff. So what's our question this week, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. is Before we started recording this, I asked you to remind me of the question. Yeah. And you didn't actually tell me. You told me what it's we just were talking word. about. Oh, so, so, it's so just the, the one word, yeah. So Okay, so the question is NaNoWriMo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we want to talk about uh, NaNoWriMo. Um, because... Sorry. I apologise. <laughs> because obviously, this is season. There's lots of people currently doing uh, what is now coined as Preptober mm-hmm. to prep for the novel. Um, but yeah, we wanted to just do it like a deep dive into some of the, you know, what it is, how it helps authors, what you can do to kind of, you know, do well. Um, mm-hmm. We'll say at the top of the list that obviously, like people who listen regularly to the podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about like the boot camps and the things that we do in that. But, you know, for very specific reasons, because, you know, it's proven to work. And it's yes. Effective. Um, whether you join this one or not, totally up to you. Like, this is not a plug. This is literally just to kind of like talk about this because, like, I've I've done enough of these now that I am thorough and passionate about helping people through these. Yeah. Um. So I guess the first question begins, Sam. What is NaNoWriMo? It stands for National Novel Writing Month, <laughs> and within that National Novel Writing Month, you are tasked with writing fifty thousand words. In 30 days. And the reason it's 30 days and not 31 days is because the National Novel Writing Month that they chose was November. I originally thought the no was November. So did I. And you're the one that corrected me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, 
like nuts and bolts. That's it. It yeah. is. This is a month. There are 30 days in this month. Mm-hmm. So says the rhyme. Yeah. And within that time, you need to write 50,000 words if you wish to call yourself a nano rhymo champion. Couple of things before we dive in deeper. Yeah. Number one, uh, we have no affiliation with NaNoWriMo. No. Uh, it is its own independent charity organisation. Mm-hmm. They do incredible things, helping fund authors and yes, sponsorships and bursaries. And they've been running this since, I believe, uh, either 2000, around 2010. It might not be the exact year. Um, so that's off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, when we talk about the 50K Writing Camp or mm-hmm. the formerly Nano Boot Camps, um, mm-hmm. they, again, are no affiliation with no. NaNo. That's entirely a separate thing that we do to help facilitate people through those yes. doing the challenges. Number three, me and Sam will be saying NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo, very differently. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to go into it. No, on, like, honestly. <laughs> honestly, like, for me, I don't care. Either way, does not bother me. Yeah, I think conventional wisdom, lots of people tend to say NaNoWriMo. I say NaNoWriMo. Yeah, Remo, Just like, right. Yeah. NaNoWriMo. So moving past that. 50,000 words mm-hmm. in 30 days. Now, yeah. I my, my first Nano was back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard about the challenge through co-writer and author friend, Luke Pondor. And uh, when he told me, I thought it was absolutely fucking insane. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, to write 50,000 words in 30 days. Like Up until that point, I was, I was probably getting about maybe 300, 400 words a day. Yeah. Um, which, you know... Add that, that up. That's like that does not equate 9, to fi- words. Yeah, that does not equate to fifty thousand words no, in thirty days. Very, very short. Very short. Um, short and, line. Sorry. And, and obviously, like the idea of writing fifty thousand words, especially when you start off, is like it's it's terrifying. Yeah. Like I remember um, a uni writing my dissertation ten thousand words. Mm-hmm. I managed that in a week because I left it to the final week, <laughs> and it was hell. Yeah. Like I had nothing else to do, and I crawled through two thousand words a day. Wow. It was horrendous. I did not like it. And yes, the math there is it was actually five days. And then I had one day off and then one for editing. So just for the pedants in the room. Um, <laughs> but that was that was brutal. That was horrible. And then started properly writing in 2015. As I say, my word mm-hmm. counts um, were very modest at the time. Um, I had a full-time job. My... Consistent though, mate. Consistent, yep. I had um, a full-time job uh, working many, many hours. I had, uh, my son was one or two at that point. Um and I came to the challenge, gave it a go, made 33,000. That's incredible. Which is a failure. Yeah. It's not. No. But it's a failure. Because, yeah. yeah, that first now, though. That's what we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you set these lofty goals. If you're just shy, mm-hmm. you feel like a failure, but mm-hmm. you're not. Um, and this is what hindsight has taught me, because... The real big lesson I learned from that first nano was just consistency, mm-hmm. consistency and finding other people to help you along the way. Oh, yeah. Key. Um, and, you know, it was it was, you know, I gave it everything I did between things. I had a very hectic life. I mean, 33,000 words, which is like mm-hmm. a considerable increase. Yeah. On nine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so that was that was where I went on my first nano. How was your first nano? <laughs> we had slightly different experiences we did i i was not writing consistently before then i had no real aspirations i'd always wanted to write a book but i think like find me someone who doesn't want to write a book you know the second like the second you tell someone 
you're an actor they know someone who's an actor and they're always doing better than you yeah and the second you tell someone you're a writer they want to tell you about the book that they want to write yeah i got a great idea for a book <laughs> have you have you derek yeah <laughs> cool write it then I'll, I'll see i'll see you when it's done yeah um don't tell people you're a ghostwriter either oh god, oh god. the judgment no just the well you can write my book oh like i'm a comedian and then tell the me a joke the minute you tell them the actual fee for ghostwriting, they they don't care anymore. No. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I I had a a very like I've, I mean I've said this to everybody in the world. It feels like at this point, um, but yeah, for me the only the only reason I was doing it was to finish a book for money that I had mm-hmm. recklessly promised, thinking that like as you do, it's so easy. I just write a book. It's just words, mate. One after the other until the end. Which again, nuts and bolts is what writing a book is. Yeah. In the purest form. Yeah. 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 There is more to it, I found. Considerably. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like going, I'm going to get a six pack. All I need to do is eat right. And exercise. And exercise. How <laughs> hard could that be? And someone's like, do you want a digestive? And you're like, absolutely, I want a digestive. I've lost one of my packs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of my packs fell off. Um, so yeah, so I I kind of I had no expectations. I had no I I don't know. I was just like, okay, cool, we're doing this thing. Um and I I finished it in 13 days. And for context as well, like by this point, uh, this was 2020. Um, yeah, you you jumped into the boot camp, the first boot camp that yes, I ran. Yes, I did. Um, and so again, like a little testament to some of the things that um, I'm we'll learned throughout of. the years. So yeah, oh, no, yeah, that of one, yeah. <laughs> no, but absolutely, like, there, there is that element of it because you know we've spoken a lot within the community itself, like in sprints and stuff recently, and probably on this podcast as well. It's hard to keep track sometimes, um, mm-hmm. but you know it doesn't happen without the work. No, and oh you, god, no, you put in the work. Yeah, <laughs> over those two weeks. So, like, although it was your first one, although like you know it was a very, very um, limited field of vision on on the stuff that you need to do, you, mm-hmm. you, you made it happen. You wrote fifty thousand words. Yeah, I did yeah in a very, very like impressive time. Thank so, you. like that is something to be applauded. Yeah. Um, but like you know, c- compare that again to to my first nano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very, very fresh to writing. Um, I didn't have any communities. I had no idea of any of this kind of stuff mm-hmm. out there. Um, and so. Although technically it's a failure, we've said like for me yeah. it was a success because you know I I massively improved. Yeah. And the big thing that happened for me after that is I learned that I think at that point I was writing a thousand words a day, and you know you go from three hundred words a day, four hundred words a day to a thousand words a day. Yeah, it's like, insane. Your outputs increase. Yeah. And so Nano for me it wasn't even about the book in the end because that book still doesn't exist in the world. It's in a drawer, like it's shite honestly. Yeah. But for me the main lessons that I learned from going into this challenge were. Um, building a consistent writing habit uh-huh. learning you know where the limits lie and that i'm not sort of bound from where i am mm-hmm. like you know i could have just believed that the best i could do was three or four hundred words yeah. but, but i gun for it um and again just the importance of this wasn't necessarily the first year um later on i would learn the importance of finding people to do it with and the community side of things well yeah this is what i was going to say after i made that hilarious quip about the fact that i did it in 13 days because i'm basically a very impressive person um (laughs) is that i know myself Mm. and um had i not been in an environment that was challenging um that was 
uh, supportive and fun um, with the exact right amount of up your ass, I shall kick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't think that I I would have done that. I don't think I would have finished the book. And you know why? Because I'd been trying for six months before and I hadn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I do think like community is essential. Well, okay, maybe not, maybe essential is a very strong word mm-hmm. because there are people that do it by themselves and are happy to do it by themselves. Yeah. Um, but I think for the majority of people, community is vital. Um, like we are social creatures. We're not built as much as sometimes I wish we were to live in isolation. We are built <laughs> to um, like engage and, you know, communicate with others. It'd be really good if there was a huge social experiment that tested what it would be like to put people in isolation for a year and a half. Yeah, mm. we should we should look into that. Mm. Um, oh, my God. One of the dogs has just farted. I'm One... sorry. <laughs> Don't get this experience listening. That is that's a wall that has just hit me. We'll be back after these announcements. Oh, oh my god! It'll hit me in a minute. I don't like it. I'm scared now. Yeah, be it's scared. Like knowing your future. It's a wall, and it's uh-huh. coming for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I've got both butts right next to me. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> one point. Um, community. Community. Thank you. Sorry, the smell yeah, really yeah. disintegrated my brain for a second there. Um, but yeah, I do think it's really important. And that is, like you say, one of the amazing things about NaNoWriMo. Yes? Whichever you want to go for. NaNoWriMo. I know who pays the checks. Um, <laughs> um, is that, like, it is a huge, like, it is a charity and they help so many different writers, like, globally. Um and this is kind of one of their main vehicles for, I guess, exposure, really. Oh, yeah. And there's like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of authors and writers that that compete in this. And you can, you know, like, they almost have their own kind of very um, simplistic, uh, like, social media. Like, you have your little profiles and you yes. can be friends with other people. So there is, like, there's there's totally a way to find other people doing it um and to completely like it's a free challenge so like you can completely do it with other people for free um and it's a wonderful thing and i like i think one of the main ways they raise money is through like their merch and stuff like when you complete yes. you get codes for um basically plotter pro writing a yeah scrivener lots of like discount stuff heavily discounted very services yeah yeah really useful um so you get heavy discount on those um and obviously then they'll get things like affiliate links and stuff and then that money can then go into like mm-hmm. helping um like writers in is it i'm trying to think because i did a lot of research into this a couple of years ago and my brain is not working i'm sure they like help build schools and like help writers that have like learning difficulties and things i will look into it and if i'm wrong um i will pop it in the show notes oh, yes. <laughs> next week yeah or yeah let's do that one that's less work we'll forget it's fine yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah so like you can you can absolutely do it that way the reason um that i am passionate about the boot camp that you do is that it's 
it's a way to not only like hold your feet to the fire but it's a way to engage with other people that are doing the challenge it's a way to mm -hmm. engage with writers and authors of all different levels all different genres that are just gunning for the same thing and because of the like the nature of it so like you do the zoom sprints and things like that you get to know these people it's not just yeah. hilariously words on a screen um you know because you type enough of those so it's nice to just use your use your, your voice words <laughs> while your fingies have a rest <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah sorry i'm just saying that yes i agree with you i think community is essential however you find that and however mm. um works best for you yeah yeah, and I think that was kind of the key takeaway. The second year I attempted it because I declared it's more people mm -hmm. um, after all the things that happened during the first one. Um, and when I say things that happened, it's nothing dramatic. It was just work got in the way and, and things. But I learned a lot of lessons from that first year to be able to look at the second year and prepare and to say, you know, what do I need to do to make this happen? Yeah. Um, and 2017, hit the 50,000, mm -hmm. no problem. Um, and pretty much been doing it ever since. And again, like, the key takeaway from getting involved in these challenges, even if you don't quite hit that mark, just be proud of, you know, how far you've got. I'm right. Because again, like the huge, the huge part of this, the writing habit mm -hmm. is more important than so much. Um, If you want to make it, you know, as a yeah. creative, if you want to make it as a, a full-time writer, if you want to, you know, just consistently put work out and, and, you know, submit and do all that kind of process, you have yeah. to be creating. Yeah. It keeps the muscle sharp. Like we had, um, Thomas Fenton on mm -hmm. our expert panel this Monday talking about this exact thing, like the creative muscle screenwriting for Hollywood for years. And every week, every month he's writing like something just for him. Yeah. He's yeah, exactly. Because you need to keep sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that second year, yeah, I, I got involved with more people. I met more people. I understood Nano more mm -hmm. and I hit that 50,000. And so when it came to creating this, this, this boot camp, um, which is now evolved into the 50 K writing camp, mm -hmm. um, Again, like I say, we're not affiliated with Nano. Like we're not taking anything away from Nano because Nano is a free challenge. Yeah. What I'm really, really trying to offer with that is like the expertise of what I've learned yeah. to create a community of people who are hungry for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, you know, I'm in there providing expertise. Like as you mm -hmm. say, like you know, every year I send people private messages. I keep people pushing. I keep oh, people rolling. Those messages. Can I just say, <laughs> like that first that first year, I was not ready for those messages. You're welcome. In the best way, mm -hmm. like just you think when you when you hear like i'll send you private messages you think like the message is going to be like you've got this not like you stand atop a hill with the dead <laughs> smoldering wreckage of the words in your wake blood dripping from your fingers and you're just like wow yes, and they're like power. and they're like Whoa. Yeah. yeah yeah they were essays they were full essays yeah they were um but yeah so that's that's kind of you know what it provides so Having and again, like I'm the reason I'm sort of talking about this is because it doesn't have to be with us. Like, no, you can, oh god, no. Yeah, as you said, like you know, Nano has its own communities. There are communities on Facebook. There's all these type of things. But like, yeah, really trying to provide that tight knit community that I never quite had. Like, you know, mm. I hit the 50k, but um, benefiting from stuff like this, it oh, it just would have been absolutely huge. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's just you know we've got a live word tracker because you really have to find ways to keep yourself accountable. Yes. Um, and see where your progress is and plan it out. Uh, which I think is um, probably my second most um, most biggest, my second largest tip is prepare. Yeah. Well, this is what I was gonna I was gonna ask you. Like, so you obviously you've hit Nano every year since the first time you did it, and pretty much every month since. Yeah, yeah pretty much every month <laughs> since. So, like, for 
people who are listening and are like either doing it or they're on the fence about like doing and I'm talking about nano here not the not specifically yes, the boot yeah. camp um give me your top three tips of like the best the way to best set yourself up to like hit the ground running and get those 50,000 words and be like I am a nano remo champion I think I might have just created something in my head that I've not done before. The three P's. <laughs> like dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Um, plan, prepare, and practice. Nice. So there are, in order to beat Nano, mm -hmm. it begins before Nano. Yeah. How long you give yourself is entirely up to you. Um, the first thing you need to obviously have is a solid plan for your book mm -hmm. uh if especially if you're a beginner writer like there's a lot of talk about you know whether you're a plotter or a pantser all that kind of stuff i have opinions yeah um <laughs> which you know the opinion being it's not black and white there's a spectrum of where yeah. you sit on that so for example for myself i would say i'm probably about a three because mm -hmm. i pants a lot of my books but there are certain core elements i need to know like i yeah. need to know the vibe i need to know the feel like i do pinterest boards like i need to know the villain there are certain core criteria but then once i have that away i go yeah um but i would say if it's particularly if it's your first nano if it's your first attempt at winning a nano mm -hmm. the more you can practice in a uh, plan in advance the better because it just helps you when you're when you're foggy when you're tired when you don't know what's coming just to look at your plan and go yeah this is this okay is this where is where i am yeah. right yeah cool um, so plan there's there's a lot of ways to do that you know there are lots of sort of like guidelines and things online and um, there might potentially be a course coming up that could be very useful for that kind of thing who knows who knows um Practice. Mm -hmm. So uh, actually, let's do plan, prepare. prepare. Yeah. Um, prepare for me is more involved around your actual life. Yes. So uh, the very basic question, how many words a day do you need to write to do 50,000 words in a month? Yeah. And how many is that? 1,667. Mm -hmm. If you are to write every single day of that month. Yeah. Which likely people won't because... No. You have events like I've got four birthdays in November that are quite big birthdays, so I never hit like full 30 days of writing. No. So doing just doing that basic math of looking at a calendar and going, okay, what days can I get to the page? Which mm -hmm. ones can I not? And be realistic. Mm -hmm. Be hella realistic. Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and then divide that by the fifty thousand and see where you count because you might think, oh, easy one, one thousand six hundred sixty-seven words a day. Not easy, but like, yeah, fair. It's it sounds a lot more doable than fifty thousand. Let's yeah. put it that way. Just yeah. take off your weekend, which is arguably depending on how it turns each calendar month. You lose eight days. Mm -hmm. That's like a third of your time already. Yeah, counts. because like whether you've got birthdays or weddings or like graduations or whatever, you still need days off. You yeah. still likely got people in your life that are gonna like call the police if you just disappear for a month yeah um and weekends most people will work a job that kind of is heavy in the week and yep. so weekends are you're going to be exhausted um you might have family that kind of thing yeah. to yeah yeah so yeah say you know for example eight days away take that maybe two for potential tiredness you've lost a 30 month already so that's now 2400 words a day on the yep. days that you can write so yep. Realistically, it's about doing your math. It's about knowing how many words you need. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that's one of the good things about having our word tracker is, mm -hmm. you know, like you put the information in there. It's all set up so that people can see their targets. And yes. Else. And you can see that you're beating everybody. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's obviously the word count side of it. Make sure you prepare that. And then I also say as well, look at everything that is um, just on the fringes of what writing life would be. So, mm -hmm. you know, I 
have learned to make sure that I'm still sleeping during nano because if you have like four days where you're staying up late to write, that fifth day is going to hurt. And the sixth and the seventh. Yeah, and also, and because this 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 is kind of twofold. Tell people within your life that you're doing it. Like yeah, friends, family, whoever you're living with, tell them that you're doing it because. That serves two purposes. Number one, it makes you more accountable and yep. people might be more likely to ask you and you might be more like, okay, well, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of that is that it gives you an opportunity to create boundaries. Yes. Just for that month. Yeah. To be able to say, you know, normally we watch Game of Thrones at this time, but just for these four weeks, I either have to move it. Or I'm not going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, the person, your Aunt Sally, that calls you every Friday night, look, I'm really sorry. Just for these four weeks, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. It's important to me. I want to write a book um, and having those conversations as well. It has to, you know, fit within your life. So yeah. negotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... of course. Yeah. But just let them know the importance of it to you, because most like most people won't understand a creative choice. Most people won't understand like something like that, because we're taught throughout our lives that like that's something that other people do. Um, so just you, you'll know your friends and your family like either explain to them that you're doing this and the importance of it to you or come up with something that they'll understand. Yeah. (laughs) Like make your life as easy as possible for Mm -hmm. November. Yes. So yeah, there's a, those two such plan and prepare. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, it's on the page. It's in your life as well, because you can't like 30 days is a long time and it will feel long as you're, Attempting. until you walk into that last week and you have it and you're uh, and you're behind and then it feels like nothing yeah um and the third main one uh, i do have a point five to add to that that i'll do in a minute but like the third main one is uh practice yeah so rather than just turning up to the page cold on the first of november and going like right let's go for it yeah don't do that like no it's it's, it's a marathon like you have to ease into it so my recommendation um and we've got someone in the community at the minute who i've kind of suggested this to um is throughout october just get to the page, just mm-hmm. rewrite, just practice, just warm your hands up. Like I had a exams for, for a qualification a few years back. And even though the tutors in that were like, because it was handwritten exam. This, uh, this was 2020, 2019. But yeah, a handwritten exam. I, I couldn't understand it. <laughs> um, but even she was like, practice beforehand because yeah. you're going to get into that exam three <laughs> hours of writing with a pencil after not doing it <laughs> just your years. fingers cramping oh. so uh yeah like in that i would you know write letters i would like practice just to like warm my hands up because again you can't just go from like zero to running the london marathon you have to you have unless to you're eddie Izzard. is eddie fucking Izzard. That, yeah that person is yeah a machine um yeah they are but yeah so yeah warm up to it prepare practice mm-hmm. uh and it doesn't have to be anything huge. Like maybe it's part of writing your plan. You like X hundred words of plan, maybe mm-hmm. it's the outline, whatever it is, just give yourself that opportunity to be ready and to get into that mindset of doing it beforehand. Yeah. It will just make it all that easier when you get into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, forming habits can take like anywhere from like a few weeks to a few months. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning on getting up early for Nano, do it in the middle of October, do it at the beginning of yeah. October and get into that habit because trust me, it gets harder if you don't. Yeah. Um, And then within that, just the final point five, is when you go off that finish line, ride that starter oh, yeah. for all it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the first three days, arguably, in the last few days, but the first three days are really the deciding factor. If you can get as many words in the bank as you possibly can mm-hmm. in those first few days, you buy yourself time. You buy yourself those extra days in which yep. you're not quite going to have the energy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just rack them up while you can, especially if you're with people, make it a little competition. Mm-hmm. You had, like, a thermometer. That, yes, yes, like, I did. People would... I, just, I still never seen how it works. <laughs> it's, it's, I just hear about it all the time. It's 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 a quite simple concept. So I'd get a 
large piece of cardboard and I would draw a questionable thermometer on it. Uh, many people have referenced the fact that it looks more like a, a phallus than than a thermometer. I would say, look at any thermometer. They've they've all got balls on a shaft. Carry on. And then, like... <laughs> and then, depending on, like, how many words we, as a group, wanted to hit for that, like, session, um, I would notch it upside and put the, like, number at the top um, and then, like, in increments. And then at the end of every sprint, I'd be like, right, tell me how many words you did. And then I would, with my brain that looks a lot like the calculator on my phone, add up those numbers and then somewhere Around roughly and then i'd cut then i'd color it in there you go they're on it yeah i have it in the background so yeah yeah so rack up those words write mm -hmm. that wave get it done um and that, that really is kind of like the biggest points of um my nano experience anyway but i will kind of um come back because again like within that we haven't like we've spoken about community that is definitely up there i yep. didn't want to like rehash that point yeah um but finding those people and I'm going to come back to you on this one because this I know was very, very big for you in that first year because uh, I didn't run weekend sprints. I ran, ran sort of weekday sprints. Yeah. But a lot of action happened at the weekends and you definitely were involved with like a group of people that would just mm -hmm. go for it. So what? how did that happen and, and what was that like? Uh, like, honestly, I don't fully remember how it happened. <laughs> um, I remember someone suggesting or offering, it might have been Holly actually. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, offering to kind of like open up zoom at the weekends for just kind of like a more casual less um you've just got a direct message from dan saying get off your phone and fucking write um <laughs> this is sprint time <laughs> yeah someone dropped a message into the chat mid sprint so i told them off during the break yes yes you did um and yeah it was just a case of like people were dropping and out um, and there was like a core few of us. There's me, Kendrick, Holly, Yanni was there for quite a lot of it. Um, and then people were just popping in and out during Saturday and Sunday. And that's where the thermometer was born. Yes. And we'd rack up those words. And that's, I mean, I'm pretty sure those weekends were where I first realized the capacity I had for writing huge amount of words in a day like I think I my I think I almost hit 14k one day nice yeah mm -hmm. I mean I don't get me wrong I was fucking dead <laughs> like yeah. I like by my fingernails crawled yeah. into bed that's what I tell people on my big word days like, well I'm like yeah but I can't do it consistently no I don't get Jesus me wrong. Like, Christ yeah yeah well, every day would just yeah. break me um but yeah, and it was just it was just fun, and you know, like the breaks got progressively longer as the mm -hmm. days went on, and people got more tired and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just fun because it was that thing of like, well, we all want this, and you know, we're all aiming for the same thing. So it was just a way of us kind of connecting with each other and having fun and getting the words done. Um, and like we consistently smashed those fucking word counts, even with like three hour talks in between like 20 minute sprints because yeah. it, it you know it like you say it's just about having those people having that thermometer mm -hmm. and making sure that you've got a block of fudge to keep you going yeah rewards rewards yeah yeah absolutely and yeah it was um for me anyway you know starting the community and, and trying this stuff out and like seeing the rewards from it like 
to know that people were off their own back just meeting up. Um, I do think a part of that, a big part of that comes from uh, if you have the opportunity to do it in person or it was some kind of like you know we use zoom for a lot of hours so yeah, it's yeah, accessible yeah. for people yeah because we're like global yeah but actually seeing the people and seeing like the people like directly who are trying it mm -hmm. really just helps make it more real than just yeah you know, names on a on a forum absolutely and i think because like nano is such a huge thing you like you wouldn't find it altogether too difficult i mean depending on where you live like obviously if you live in like the arse end of nowhere with no street lights and your neighbor's called doris you might find it a little bit harder but yeah. generally speaking you will find lo local writing groups that are doing nano together um so if if you know being in an actual physical room with physical people sounds like <laughs> your thing then like that that's absolutely available yeah. an option available mm -hmm. so yeah I think, um, broadly speaking, that brings us to a lot of, you know, what covers Nano, what it is, the benefits. What do you need? Like, 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 just quickly before we round up, like, mm. bare bones, someone, like, has gone, do you know what? I'm going to try Nano this year. Mm -hmm. Crazy. What do they actually physically need to do it? Something to plan your book with, something to write your book with. Mm -hmm. It's It's just that simple, like... I wouldn't recommend pen and paper from people like me. Like mm -hmm. there are some people that do very well. With pen yeah, and paper. Kendrick smash Nano with pen and paper. Ow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just something to write with. I think people spend a lot of time thinking there's some perfect software for writing, for productivity, for all that kind of stuff. Like so many of us are familiar with Microsoft Word is generally the go-to. Mm. So just write on Word. Like it honestly doesn't matter. I've missed a tip, golden tip that I'll do in a second. Okay. Um, but the golden tip. Uh. Or should I save that for the camp? <laughs> <laughs> you dickhead. No, like, Microsoft Word is absolutely perfect. Just something to type with. Like, yeah. Google Docs, Scrivener, pen mm -hmm. and paper, like, anything, 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 anything that works for you that you can get the words down because, ultimately, that's all you need to do. A stick you in the blood of your enemies. Yeah, you just need to write. <laughs> yeah. That's literally it. Yeah. Um, there's nothing fancy you need. You don't need something that, like, formats and does all this kind of stuff. You just need to write words. Yeah, right. Why can't you golden tip? The golden tip... Give yourself the utmost permission to write absolute shit. Yes. Oh, my God. That. Right. That is. So. <laughs> promise we'll wrap up in a second. Um, the night before um, I started my first nano. <laughs> yeah. Not a creature was stirring. Um, oh, my God. Sorry. My brain was trying to come up with a clever rhyme. And I, I almost the lost what before. I was going to say. <laughs> the night before. You sent um, an email to um, the people that had signed up. Mm -hmm. And in the email was a video of you um, just, you know, talking and giving your tips. And I remember you saying, like, give yourself permission to write shit. Like, n not just for Nano, although specifically for Nano, it's yeah. very important. Because, like, if you edit as you go, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Unless unless you have been writing for a long, long time and that is like baked into your process and you know you can still consistently hit word counts while editing while you go. And I would say that applies to very few people. Yeah. Very few people. Um, I mean, it's just generally an amazing tip for getting through a first draft. Like don't edit as you go and mm -hmm. feel free to write shit. Because what happens when you give yourself permission to write shit is you stop judging it. Mm -hmm. Because I remember hearing that and being like, okay, cool. And then as I was writing, I was like, it doesn't matter if it's shit because it's supposed to be. It's a first draft. Yes. 
Like that doesn't mean obviously just sit there and like right like deliver yeah just yeah. like Bleh. all yeah all work and no play makes jack a dull boy yes yeah um but as you're writing your story know that it it is a draft it's very much that like it is the blueprint for the house it's not the house like a professional builder doesn't walk up to a plot of land and be like tom fetch me the bricks like, <laughs> like you need some kind of thing to to yeah. to build the impressive thing um so yeah no that is that was huge because as soon as you said that i was like oh i understand this it's rehearsal got it it's it's the reason like one of the core reasons i write so much mm. is one of the core reasons why i'm able to put out so much work mm -hmm. is because that first draft is you telling yourself a story yeah it is fundamentally not about the grammar it's not about the spelling it's not about the, like any of the chapter structure none of that it's it's telling yourself a story. There's mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who will write a chapter, edit that chapter, polish it to perfection, write chapter two, realize it's all to chapter one, mm -hmm. go back to chapter one, polish, chapter two, edit, polish, go to chapter three. Oh shit, now I've changed. Like for me and for a lot of what you know, I preach and activate authors and, and pass on to people, though I do accept that you know people do have different processes. Absolutely. It's not, this isn't for everyone, for, but for a lot of people, this has for, worked well. For most people, I would say. Start writing, get to the end. You're writing 50,000 words of a story. Mm -hmm. As you go through, you're going to find the story. The yep. best thing you can have at the end of a nano is to be able to take a bird's eye view of what you've got and go, mm -hmm. okay, this is what this is. This bit doesn't work. This bit works very well. Yeah. How do we move these puzzle pieces to then edit, to then rewrite? Because yeah. there's, you, you, can't, you can't edit an unfinished story. No. Like, you just can't. No. And, yeah, that's so that's, that's very, very... Um, Vital, take that, take that yeah. for, for however you want to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tool wise, it all comes down to keep it simple. You just you just get words on the page. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, obviously like um another tool within that, 50k writing camp. So Yeah. And a tool within that, Dan. Hi. I called um, you a tool. Sorry, I just remember the first. That. But no, do you remember I actually called you a tool the first um, yeah. 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 Still stings. Um <laughs> But no, absolutely. So again, like you don't need any of this stuff. You don't nope. need. You don't need to pay. You don't need anything else. Nope. The reason that the 50k writing camp is created, the reason that I charge for it, the reason that it's done so well over the, the last few years, and that mm -hmm. I see it doing very well again this year, mm -hmm. is because you know the community are invested. They're putting the money where their mouth is. Like I'm in there. I'm spending my time pushing you guys, trying to make things happen. Yep. Like one-on-one -on -one conversations yep. if you need them. Writing tracker, all the things that you need to succeed. Mm -hmm. um give you every damn chance to make it happen yeah and so like if you really want to give it a go if you're really serious if you know you think it's worth your time and your investment then jump on in yeah activateyourauthors.com forward slash 50k mm -hmm. um again i stress that is not the reason like that no is because nano did change my life nano did give yeah. me the knowledge that i could uh and i have every month since so, yeah like i've made a pretty decent career off of writing and teaching writing thanks to nano so there's a lot of um appreciation a lot of you know it's um, an incredible organization it really is yeah i'm a monthly donor so you know i actually give them money each month to mm -hmm. keep doing what they're doing so um yeah activate forward slash 50k and you can find out all the information there um and yeah i think that kind of brings us to the end of our yeah i'm just checking the notes yeah i mean i will just very quickly add because i like to cool um <laughs> that if you are considering jumping in um, and you're not quite sure what to expect in the sense of who will be in the room, 
because no. I had similar concerns. I was like, I'm going to be in the room with real writers and they're going to look at me and be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Like, you will find people of all walks levels. Of yeah, all walks of life, all levels. You'll find people that like have been writing their entire lives. You'll find published authors, but you'll also find people that have stupidly promised um, to write a novel for a family member because they thought it would be easy. Um, people that have never published, people that are like They've in the middle. Yeah, like there's, and one of the, and it's weird being nice to you when you're right next to me, but one of, <laughs> <laughs> one of the like wonderful things about Dan, about Activated Authors, about the camp, and is the reason why I stick around and the reason why I'm honored to work with you okay yeah yeah is that you have (laughs) oh my god it's disgusting (laughs) you have curated an environment of um like warmth of safety of creative freedom so like you will get people asking questions and no one will judge them there Mm -hmm. is no such thing as like you know, a stupid question or something that you should already know. Because the truth is... You've all been there. Yeah. And you can't know what you can't, what you don't know. And, mm-hmm. like, if this is your first foray into, like, any kind of, like, serious, long-form writing, there's going to be a shit ton of things yes. that you don't even know you don't know yet. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. be- before you even get to the part of thinking, is this a stupid question, your brain's not even going to think of those questions because you don't know what's coming up. Mm-hmm. and that's okay like you can't get to knowing the stuff without first not knowing it yeah that's how learning works so like if you are a seasoned author and maybe i don't know like nano is just one of those things that you've always put off because you've always had something and you'd like to do it with a group of people it's for you if you have never written a book before or like you know you have no idea where to start like to get all those words done thing it's for you like it's it it genuinely is a beautiful, warm place with amazing people and Dan. Wow. Luna just had a drink and, and she, she shook, shook water everywhere. Yeah, all on my arm. You're welcome. It's like a sneeze. Oh. Yeah. It's the beard. What a perfect place to finish. <laughs> so we will say uh, a massive thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week. And as always, if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career, head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out all about our community, our resources, and everything else that we've got going on. Nice. That was, that'll be really smooth on the YouTube. Yeah, well, the bit where you just lean in really close to yeah, read it from your laptop. And my eyes are going. Uh, one more time from myself and from Sam. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.